the IDF saying that it mistakenly killed three Israeli hostages in Gaza. Yeah, and an IDF spokesman says the victims were misidentified as a threat and shot dead. CNN's Jeremy Diamond is in Starot, Israel, with more on this tragic development. Jeremy, what more is the IDF saying about this? Yeah, it's very sad news, and the Israeli military is admitting that soldiers effectively mistakenly identified these three Israeli hostages as a threat and shot and killed them during combat operations being conducted in Shijaiya, which has been the scene of very heavy fighting between Israel and Hamas uh, over the course of the last week. Uh, two of the three hostages have been identified. One of the families of the hostage of one of the deceased hostages uh, asked that their name not be broadcast, but the two who we can tell you are Yotam Chaim, who was kidnapped from Kibbutz Kfar Aza on October 7th, and the second is Samer Talalka, uh, who was kidnapped from kibbutz near Am uh, also on October 7th. Uh, the Israeli military uh, effectively recovered these bodies uh, in Gaza, moved them to Israel where they were taken to a forensic center and then subsequently positively identified as the bodies of three hostages who have been uh, who were kidnapped by Hamas on October 7th. Now, we should note amid all of this that uh, this comes as the Israeli military had loosened its rules of engagement uh, as it uh, began this uh, war in Gaza uh, following those October 7th attacks, allowing Israeli soldiers to fire upon suspected terrorists uh, with uh, while conducting fewer checks than they normally would have. Uh, the Israeli military, we're told, uh, is taking lessons from this incident and transmitting them to soldiers in the field. They also say that they, quote, express their deep remorse over the tragic incident and send the families their heartfelt condolences. Uh, this also comes, as we know, that some of those former hostages who were freed as part of that week-long truce between Israel and Hamas, they angrily confronted the Israeli Prime Minister last week with one of those former hostages accusing the Israeli government of having no information and no intelligence about the whereabouts of these hostages, noting that uh, the location where she was being kept by Hamas was actually shelled by the Israeli military. And today, we are learning of a uh, far more tragic and direct incident where Israel Israeli forces appear to have fired upon uh, Israeli hostages in Gaza, believing that they were a threat, and then ultimately realizing later after the fact that they were indeed hostages. Boris, Pam. Jeremy, you mentioned the, the loosened rules of engagement. Obviously, uh, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is in the Middle East right now. He's expressed the Biden administration's uh, concern about the intensity of the IDF offensive. Of course, President Biden's desire for Israel to tone it down. How do you think this news is going to play into the tone of these talks? Well, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, hostage negotiations are uh, one of the key elements of Jake Sullivan's visit and meetings with Israeli officials. But as you noted, uh, one of the other focuses is indeed the civilian casualty count. I mean, we have watched as now nearly 19,000 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza. Some of those combatants, uh, many of those non-combatants, including uh, over 7,000 children who are believed to be uh, among those who have been killed in Gaza, according to the Palestinian Ministry of Health. And Jake Sullivan said earlier today that he believes Israel intends 
to distinguish between Hamas targets and civilians, but that that intention does not always line up with the reality on the ground. And uh, that reality, that mismatch, has really, up until now, mostly applied to Palestinian civilians. But in this case, it appears to also be matching up to a reality that has now affected and resulted in the loss of life of three Israeli civilians uh, who were held hostage by Hamas uh, and unfortunately today killed by Israeli forces. All right, Jeremy Diamond, thank you so much. And joining us now is IDF spokesperson, Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Conricas. Jonathan, how did this happen? What can you tell us? Yes, uh, good evening. Uh, it's night here in Israel. Um, a very sad and tragic event, one that the IDF, of course, terribly regrets and has told that to the families. We are uh, investigating how it happened. One of the contributing factors are obviously related to the fact, or can obviously be related to the fact that uh, so far what we have encountered on the battlefield are many Hamas combatants that have been dressed in civilian clothes. Uh, and I'm quite sure that that has been part of uh, the issue here, but it's still very early to understand and to say uh, certain things. Uh, what we can say and confirm is what we have uh, issued officially, a very sad event, tragic event. It, of course, goes against everything that what we have been trying to do for the last uh, two months, more than two months. It's day 70 of the fighting. Uh, but even a sad event like this will not shake our resolve and it will not divert us from the focus, which is clear, to dismantle Hamas and safety to Israelis. Sir, I, you broke up there at the end, but I, I'm curious because you, you mentioned that uh, the IDF is still trying to get details on exactly what transpired. In a statement from the IDF, it says that immediate lessons from the event have been learned, which have been passed on to all IDF troops in the field. Can you share what those lessons were, if there's going to be a different approach by the IDF now? Yeah, we're looking into how it happened. Uh, how it came about that these uh, hostages were out uh, and trying to understand how that happened, uh, whether it was intentional or by Hamas or whether it wasn't intentional. And what we have told our troops is to exercise a deal caution when being confronted with uh, people in civilian clothes. Uh, again, part of the complexity here is that we're fighting in a civilian environment where almost all of the RPG crews and the uh, uh, crews that are attacking our tanks and our troops have been dressed in civilian clothes. Uh, so it creates a very dynamic and challenging combat environment. And what we have told our troops is to be extra vigilant and do one more safety check before uh, dealing with kinetics with any threat that they face on the battlefield, but it is a very challenging environment that our troops are in. Just to follow up on what you said, you said these hostages were out. Can you just expand on that a little bit? What do you mean by that? Just the circumstances around this, and as we just heard our Jeremy Diamond talk about the fact that the rules of engagement have been loosened since the October 7th attack. Do you think that could have played a role in the killings of these three Israeli hostages? Yeah, I don't know what uh, Jeremy bases that on, and uh, I am not aware of any 
different rules of engagement. Our rules of engagement are those of a military at war against a terrorist organization uh, that uses civilian infrastructure, uh, uses schools and hospitals and mosques and ambulances and all the things that we have seen and you have reported on during the last two months. Uh, so I'm not aware that we have changed any of our rules of engagement. They are according to the laws of all conflict and according to our standard practice in war. Um, we will have to look into and uh, analyze exactly what happened. And what I can say so far is that these, the three Israelis, uh, former hostages, they were above ground in Syria in close proximity to uh, one of our units in the area. And then were misidentified as posing a threat. And therefore, uh, Israeli troops uh, fired and unfortunately killed. 